Hey, what's up? This is Alan Bell, CBS Sportsline, and you're listening to my guys, the All-Pro Jaffos. going on ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of the all pro Jaffos, where we bring you the highly elevated sports talk the highly elevated sports fan i am your host jp and alongside me as always the best dj in the entire country mr dj nat sticks what's up folks hey we got the 610 beast from the southeast mr country k and me to all people and the wonderful guest that we have with us today. We've been looking forward to talking with her for a little while now. The founder and the CEO of Gunner Sports, which brings you the Bay Area Cali Classic High School All-Star Game. Ladies and gentlemen of the Jaffa Army, please welcome Miss Leslie Jackson. Hello, Leslie. Thank, Thank you for joining you. us today. <laughs> Where's the like, you know, the crowd? I know, right? We're, we're, we're he's, at the he's, he's at work. The DJ <laughs> normally. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me uh, I got the budget show. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. definitely. Yeah. Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I will freely admit that right now. But hey, we are going to be building and we're growing and that's perfectly fine. But Leslie, again, thank you again for joining us today. Uh, you have a very interesting story that we wanted to tap into, that we wanted our listeners and our viewers to be able to um, pay attention to and listen to as well. We've talked to a bunch of people. We've talked to Coach Zoe. We've talked to um, countless other people who have given us their story and what they're doing, especially helping around the community. And your story pops out because you're, it's not just the all-star game. You're literally helping kids get to the next level with the recruitment process and everything else like that. So first of all, how did Gunner Sports, where, where did it, well, I know you had a master's in sports management and collegiate athletics over at USF. So how did Gunner Sports happen? How did, how did everything kind of come to be and get set in place for where it is now? Yes, absolutely. So got to take you back to, <clears throat> let's see, my son in high school actually graduated in 2017. So probably his sophomore year, um, he'd been playing basketball up until his sophomore year. And when he got to high school, it's like he was tall, but he wasn't that tall. So um, he decided to go out for football and he had never played. Um, so I was actually surprised that he was so good. He actually made, in fact, this is his um, outstanding, outstanding offense and defensive player, his JV year. Um, I'm so proud of Jordan. Like he's like <laughs> just, just out the gate learning football and he was balling at tight end at, and defensive end. 
<clears throat> so doing Tied very in. well for oh, himself. Yes. yes, exactly. So the coach at the time, I'm not going to say his name, but he basically had a parent meeting and he sat us down and he said, listen, I don't have time to do recruiting. I don't, I don't have time to be calling coaches back. I'm here to coach. You guys are on your own. And we looked at each other like, what? So for me, knowing my history, knowing that I will probably be paying college tuition debt until I die, you know, um, I knew that there was an opportunity for Jordan to play at the next level and possibly get either a full ride or a partial scholarship. So I really wanted to figure it out and help him with that process. That's when I decided, okay, let me get my master's in sports management because I am clueless. I love the game of football. Love it. Like I've been, I've been a diehard 49er fan since like, I can't even tell you growing up in the Bay and <laughs> die hard. And I actually right. prefer to go to the game by myself so I can listen to it on KMBR in my, yeah. in my ears. That's how much of a diehard I am. So um, <clears throat> fast forward, got my master's in sports management and I started really understanding the recruiting process. And next thing you know, I had other parents coming to me asking me to help them. Can you help my son? You know, he needs some offers and you know, I would find, I found out about the eligibility center. I found out about huddle and how that needed to flow. And um, even the character piece and let's not forget social media. You know, when I was their age, there was no social media. There was no huddle. I saw athletes putting these videotapes in these packets and mailing them off to coaches and yeah. waiting, hoping that the coach even got it and opened it and looked at it. Um, but then you had to call and follow up to see, hey, you know, did you watch it? And it's like, how many tapes are coming in? You know, how, did, how is your tape standing out? So they actually really have this great tool and, and huddle that they can use. So learned everything I could. Next thing you know, I had like 20, 30 athletes that I was helping. And I was like, I've got to put a platform together or something. Like, how can I showcase these athletes so that college coaches know who they are and, and what they can do on the field. <clears throat> so I put together the game. I actually, at the time when I first started, I uh, invited his one of his coaches to join me in that process to put the game together. And the rest is history. You know, it's like, this is actually the sixth annual game coming up. Um, by the time I was done with my son's recruiting, personally, he had Hawaii, West Point, Air Force, um, really good solid offers, Holy Cross, really great educations. And he ended up um, taking a full ride to Holy Cross. Shout out to Coach Chesney and his team. Excellent coaching staff, great education. Um, so yeah, it, it worked out really well. And, you know, I've been, my, my passion is really to do the same thing for other student athletes. Like, I love the game already. Let me help you get to the next level. Um, <clears throat> not everybody's going to the Pac-12 or to play for, you know, Nick Saban and the SEC. Like there are other ways to get to college and get your education paid for either full right or partial lower division, lower level division ones, D2, 3, NAIA, JUCO, you know, there mm -hmm. are other ways to get there. So I really wanted to kind of help with this, with that process. And that is really what this game is about. This game is about the under the radar talent, you know, 
everyone knows when they're a five-star athlete. If You know who the five-star athletes are, you know? The rankings come out, you know who they are. But what about the under the radar talent that can definitely play at the next level, but can use some more looks? And that's what this game is for. I mean, when you, especially when you talk about the lower le- Juco levels, myself and uh, Country K played over at uh, San Jose City uh, College over there in 2010 under uh, Swanee and Coach Connor and everybody over there. So, we, and that was one of the, questions that I always have is especially when I was in high school it was always you know one of those d1 or busts nobody really talked about uh you know going d2 or d3 or even going to Ju- I really didn't even know about juco ball until I was called by coach Swanee um a little bit or a couple of months after my senior year ended so it was just and then going through it going how do more athletes not know about this or know to even go and do this most of them that we or at least that i knew were some of them were kind of bounced back so we played against uh guys over at the uh, city college of san francisco who yes. had pretty much nothing but d1 bounce backs on their team yes. yeah it, it just going through that whole program and now your platform mm-hmm. is showing even more you know hey there's more outlets that you can go, I'm sure that you know, that question leads to me. How many, how many universities, how many JUCOs, how many uh, schools, I should say, are basically pipelining your program? And if they're not, why aren't they? Because if you're if you're looking at you know the if you're looking at basically all the athletes, especially in the Bay Area and the Valley, obviously not everybody gets exposed. But your program is helping those kids get exposed. So how, how many schools are use you as a pipeline for, for their recruitment? The number is, oh, you mean high schools or colleges? <clears throat> Both. <laughs> so we pretty much have the support of all the Bay Area schools. I can't think of one high school. By the way, you have to be nominated by your coach or your athletic trainer to participate in the game. That's a really important piece. Um, yeah. We've got nominations coming in from all over the Bay, all the way down to Vacaville, um, all the way out to Marin, down the peninsula, obviously all of the city, um, down the peninsula, even Pacifica, Terra Nova. I actually just got, um, this is my first nomination from Salinas. That's pretty far, you know? Um, So I think in the future, I might need to do something. We might need to do something where we put together a game that's maybe two games so we can accommodate and make it more convenient for the schools that are kind of farther out. But as far as colleges, um, I go actually go out to the college coaches convention every year. So I'm making those connections. You'll see me at the convention. You'll see me at the Glazier clinics, you know, it's like, mm. to me, that's the most important piece is making those connections, networking with those coaches and being able to find out like, what does your board look like? You know, obviously mm. with COVID um, that just happened, you know, now a lot of kids are coming back for this fifth year. So the, their boards are actually, you know, there are, there are limited, there's limited availability now because kids are coming back for an extra year. So Um, really kind of being able to understand what the opportunities are. And Juco, you know, speaking of Juco, shout out to Coach Rush, because he's one of my mentors for years. Like, he's why I love the game, you know, 
going up watching City College games when I was younger, just watching how he leads and he and Coach Hayes, like I just, I have a new level of appreciation for the game. And obviously he gets the kids out and there are so many great JUCO programs. Coach O, o over at CC, um, mm -hmm. Butte College, uh, Coach Marcus out in Santa Rosa, JC, um, a city, obviously, um, Coach Brandon there. And, you know, they're, they're great programs. Sometimes an athlete needs a little more time. You know, it's mm -hmm. like they have the athleticism, but the grades, maybe they can't, get out just yet so maybe they need a little more time and sometimes it's an opportunity where you know okay well let's get them out of the environment that they're in you know I actually grew up before I came up to the bay I was in Santa Barbara um and I remember Santa Barbara Junior College it's like who wouldn't want to be down in Santa Barbara playing football you know it's like it's a JC but still you know maybe some mm -hmm. dorm opportunities there you're getting out of the environment that maybe possibly was bringing you down a little bit. So you got to appreciate the JUCOs. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, so when we get to, we talk about the, the Bay Area Cali Classic. So you, you come up with Gunner Sports, you're helping kids with recruitment. What, what started the idea for creating the game? So the game, you know, I, I, I needed some type of a platform for the kids to be able to showcase themselves at the end and after their their seasons were over. So um, it just kind of made sense after the playoffs are done, that last big performance. And honestly, back in the day, I don't know if you all remember this. Are you guys from the Bay Area? Uh, me from San Jose, uh, okay. Kay from Florida, and okay. Mad Six over here from SAC. Okay, so do you guys I'm remember? From the Bay Area. Let's, let's get that right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. And you're from <laughs> Texas. Like, what are you doing? I, well, but I've been I've been in San Jose. I've been in San Jose since I was nine years old. So I tell people that yeah, yeah I'm born in, born in Texas, but yes, I was raised over here in San Jose. But the okay, the, the All Star Game, the only one that I can think of, is the one that was held at San Jose State every year. Well, I was um, thinking of the East West Shrine Game. That one as well, yes. Mm -hmm. I used to catch the bus, but it was actually at Stanford. Well, a couple times it was at Stanford. They probably moved it around, but I used to catch the bus to the East-West Shrine game. It was like the top elite high school seniors. Remember that? Yeah. Whatever happened to that? And I missed, you know, it's like I wanted there to be that excitement still for the athletes that, you know, deserve this notoriety and, you know, have show themselves throughout the year and really could use you know some additional acknowledgement and that's that to me was what I was trying to do with the game so, and then six years running you guys obviously you have a good foundation for the game you, mm -hmm. uh, how many how many athletes would you say um I guess per year per game on both sides would you have for each game so there's about 40, I'm looking at the big board right now. We, we've got about, we do about 48 athletes on each team. Um, oh, I need to mention this. So historically, when we first started doing the game, it was really Bay Area versus Bay Area, you know, mm -hmm. um, Bay Area athletes versus Bay Area, because there's plenty of Bay Area talent. But I started getting calls from the Valley, 
you know, Stockton, Modesto, Tracy. And they're like, hey, we've got, we've got talent out here too. So that's when I decided to kind of break it up and do the Bay versus the Valley. That was the last, the last game that we had. The fifth annual game was the first Bay Area versus the Valley. Um, the Valley team whooped on the Bay so bad. It was like 33 to like 10 or something. I couldn't believe it. So this is really a rematch. But um, we do have about 48 to 49 athletes on each side every year. Um, yeah, I live stream the game. That's another thing. You know, the D1 coaches, they can't come in person per the NC2A guidelines. So um, you really have to kind of be creative and make, make it create a situation where they can still watch it and tune in. So I live stream the game every year. I also have a great a videographer. He's phenomenal. When you get a chance, go on the YouTube, Gunner Sports. Please follow us on Gunner Sports on YouTube. And you can see that game footage from last year. He does such an amazing job. I felt like I was on the field. Like, you know, sometimes you hire a videographer and it's like so grainy and far away. No, he's the best. I'm not even going to tell you who he is because I don't need him to have any confidence. <laughs> he's that good. He's that good. But yes. Um, and, you know, coaches, they look forward to that. You know, they're calling me before the game and they're asking me, Miss Jackson, can you send me the link for the game? Division one coaches. So it's so far it's worked out personally. I would love to have a spot on TV. You know, it's during the holidays. Why not? Why can't I get a spot somewhere, you know, whether it's you know, there are, there are networks. Sometimes I turn to some of these networks and there's nothing on. It's just a black screen. And I'm like, there's an opportunity right there for me. I could have the game, you know, I would pay. Um, but I'd love to have it like in people's homes on TV. So it can be even more convenient for them. Because a lot of times you run into situations where people have families that are far away and they can't make it out to the game. That is, and you know, some of our um, Samoan athletes, their, their folks are in, American Samoa and they want to tune in too. So how great would it be if they could actually watch it on TV, but they can tune in from their laptops for now until I do that. Well, I, we can definitely see that happening, especially at this point in your, basically in your fifth year of running the game, it's already turned into, you know, the Bay versus the Valley, which is huge landscape. That, that's a big area to cover. And, when you're cut, you yourself, I'm sure you're at countless high school games. I'm sure you've got people at different spots because obviously you can't be everywhere at one time as much as I'm sure you would love to be. How many games are you guys covering? You know, like let's just say on an average, how many games per year, per season would you guys be going to? To, every to every scout. Friday night light. Yeah, every Friday night lights, we try to map out what games we're going to be at. Um, like I know Friday I'll be at De La Salle, um, Pittsburgh. That's a huge game. I'm so excited. And, you know, I also I try to split it up where I'm there half for the first half and then I'll go to a game the second half. Like a couple of weeks ago, I was at the St. Mary's um, game against Lincoln. Mm. I spent the first half there, got a chance to talk to Coach Frank uh over at St. Mary's Stockton the new coach at Lincoln uh got a chance to say hi to him and introduce myself and then at the half I actually went over to watch coach Carr in action Mountain House you know he's building this new program and they ended up winning against Lathrop so I got, I got to see that but it's kind of hard because it's like 
I wanted to go to the mountain house game, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I'm texting my folks and I'm like, what's the score over there? <laughs> what's the score at yeah. Lincoln, you know? J so. Jabari has definitely done some good. I, we've had the pleasure of talking with Jabari. I've known him and his brother Omari since their Oak Grove days, uh, played against him, played with uh, his twin brother Omari over at San Jose City while Jabari was over at State. So seeing what he's done over there at Mountain House, it's, I mean, we knew he would be able to do it. It's just a matter of how long it was going to take him. And yeah. I mean, it just, he's done so much for that school. I can't give nothing but props to Jabari. It, that you mentioned him, it's just like, yeah, it's, yes. that, that guy's doing some really good things down there over at that high school. Yes, it's so impressive. I mean, he just changed the culture. You could even feel it. You felt it from the stands. I mean, the, the stands were packed with parents and kids, and but you felt the camaraderie on the field. And I'm just so glad I got to be there that night for that. I also got to meet the Lathrop coach, which I had never met before. And um, I'm so happy that I did because he actually just sent over a couple linemen uh, a few days ago for us. So, yeah. See, it's all about networking. It's all about, um, you know, introducing yourself. It's, you know, listen, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Like, as a woman, this is so, such a hard industry to break into. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, they, you have to earn your respect. Cause they're like, what the heck does she know? And I like to watch the game from the field. I, it's like, I like to be on the field. So first I have to deal with, excuse me, ma'am, can we help you? <laughs> and it's like, if I was a man <laughs> in my gunner sports jacket, you know, and it's like, and I'm coming on the field, they wouldn't even question me. They just wave me by, but because here I am this woman, you know, now they want to question why. And then of course they're fine. Once I tell them why I'm there and who I am, but it's a drag. So it's like, you really have to earn your respect. You have to show up. You know, I can't be cutesy cute on the field. Like I've got to be looking like I belong and conservative. And at the same time, not drawing too much attention to myself, you know? So it's a very fine line. It really is. But I, I, so far I, I haven't had any issues. I feel like I'm, I, mean, I feel like I'm kind of, you know, kind of gained some respect throughout the industry. Oh, that was actually going to be my question to you was how is it uh, <laughs> being like a woman, you know, getting there, like the things you have to deal with, especially being a woman of color at that and yes. you know, winning the sports and stuff. Yeah, I know it got to be. You know, it's yeah. funny. Um, <clears throat> when I was growing up, I actually wanted to be the next Jane Kennedy. Do you guys remember her? Mm-hmm. Right? They probably don't, but I do. I can't say no, that. I, I do. do. No. Right, come on. Come on now. Come on. Do you? I, ain't that far. I, I can't. Raise your hand if you remember Jane Kennedy. I can't say they, that. I do. Oh, what? Josh, you have to yeah, this, Google I her. Gotta, she was beautiful. I, I he hates research. Right he hates no, research what? and history. Those <laughs> oh are the two God. things Josh hates. That is the it's not pertaining to the Niners. If it's not pertaining to the Niners or the Longhorns, he hates history and research. I'm telling you that now. That is the biggest lie you can go back to every single show and you know that's bullshit. We, you know every every single show, you he'll have some random Niners stat. Yeah, like when the Niners switch out like four running backs, we'll we'll win the game, you know, like we'll we'll get a hundred plus yards, maybe 75 yards distributed between all four running backs. It's like who who, who pays attention to that, Josh? I'm just letting you know, Leslie, they are the some Making of the biggest liars on the oh, biggest, 
biggest they, they will do anything in their power to make Every, sure. everybody likes salt on their food man everybody likes a little seasoning in the story <laughs> but there's some truth to this lie i'm gonna tell you that right now there's some truth not, not the not liking history part well you i gotta i gotta give it to josh because you know what he took the time he, you see that he knew i got my master's in sports management management from usf he, you know, he, he knew my, my title and my role, and he knew this was the sixth annual game. He did a little research. High yeah. five, Josh. See, I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of it. But you, are you in your Google, life, okay? You have to Google Jane Kennedy, though. I, I just like, looked at her right now, and I was like, oh. Yeah, so okay, what yes, happened with Jane Kennedy, you know, she was like, she still is beautiful, I'm sure. Drop dead gorgeous you know, was in the foot, the, the uh, sports industry. And if I understand this correctly, she got questioned a little bit about some football stuff and she didn't like, she couldn't really kind of speak to it. Um, she, she, she didn't do a good job of answering some questions and basically she kind of lost her position. Hmm. So it's really important. I got to tell you, I just had chalk talk last night um, with one of my coaches, Coach Fred over at Balboa. He's awesome. Fred Velasquez. Um, I, I was like, can we can we look at some X's and O's? Because <laughs> I have I had questions. Um, you know, it's like I wanted to know. I've got to talk to the coaches on both teams this year about <clears throat> the rules you know, to make sure that we have an exciting game, but also that we're protecting the quarterback, we're protecting the kids from getting injured. Um, and at the same, the, the third piece of that is making sure that we're showcasing, you know, the schemes that these college coaches want to see. So I had questions about X and O's, X's and O's, and I'm not even kidding. We were on the phone for two hours. He's like, okay, I'm going to pull out the jump board. Like we were on like a go-to meeting for two hours looking at X's and O's. And I was, I was like, is this a chalk talk? Like, but I want to understand, like, I want to be able to speak, you know, informatively about the game, especially when I'm talking to the coaches and kind of identifying what those rules need to be. It's tough. Mm -hmm. I mean, at, at any level for, for really anybody, chalk talk, I mean, anybody outside of the realm of football will look at that and go, I have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. It, but then the the fact that you're literally putting all the effort to actually make it known and not, not even to make it seem because you know what you're talking about. And mm -hmm. but you're still learning. You're still wanting to learn more. You're still, yeah. That in itself should gain the utmost respect from anybody, you know, at, at any level for for any position. You know, so the fact that it's just you're coming in here, you know, breaking barriers i mean for sure because i'm i forgive me i guess case or i'm not doing enough research but i don't really know a whole lot of people or a whole lot of women who are in the position you're in being a ceo of a company or a founder or ceo of a company that's helping getting these kids out to recruiting i'm sure i, I if there are i apologize i don't know of any. well so, i hope there are and I hope that I'm paving the way for others. I, you know, I welcome it's if anyone uh, wants to help, I'm always looking for team members um, to help out with the recruiting piece with, you know, all of it, identifying talent with, you know, just the networking. I would, I wish that 
ideally I can have like an all female staff one day, but we'll see. All right. The door is open. Well, um, I got a, I got a two part question. All right. So since, um, you know, you have with the recruiting process and all that jazz, um, are you guys, well, your company gun sports, do you guys still help from JC to four year as well, as well as high school? Okay. You know, I, I actually want to, um, I'm not going to give you my idea that I have because I don't want anyone to steal it, but yeah, I want to. Because they there's talent there too, okay. you know, at the JUCO yeah. level, and and that's an opportunity to help them get out. So, absolutely, any kids in general, you know, uh, student athletes rather, um, you know, an opportunity for them to get their education for free, even partially paid for. Um, to me, it just makes for a better quality of life. Who wants to graduate, and you know, have you know student loans coming out of your first couple paychecks you know yeah you just want to just start your new career whatever that is or if you're going on to the nfl whatever that is you want to be debt free and and focus on your passion what is your passion and i you know i wish i would have done something differently but yeah i'll be paying i'll be paying student loans for a while (laughs) (laughs) i hear that um and then my second part uh of my question is um do you think uh, you guys are going to expand one day, not saying next year or the next couple of years, but do you guys think you're going to expand to all over California or even try to be the number one uh, all-star game for the United States? Like how they have the uh, army games, um, yeah, the armor. armor games now they have yes. before it was Nike and all of that, because I mean, I know a lot of players because I went to Lakeland high school in Florida. That's where I'm from. Um, And yeah, so, I mean, you already know. Is that a powerhouse? Yeah, we came, uh, my high school came out here in 2009 and played Dale Oh, wow. You guys were good. Yeah, no, they're still pretty good. And then the coach is legendary, Bill Castle. So um, that's why I asked that question, because, uh, I mean, I feel like that's a lane. Like if, uh, um, because I see, like, I personally wasn't involved in that because I was young and, ignorant but at the same time um i see a lot of kids that have a lot of talent that don't get that nod from like under armor or other the uh, these other places and based on how you've been speaking i feel like that would probably be a good lane you know what i mean mm-hmm. for them so i was at back to my question do you feel like you guys will expand to that point i do actually because i get calls all the time from kids out of state you know wanting to come play in the game Actually, last year we had an athlete, um, Davidson. He was from New Jersey. Now, the reason I let him play in the game, quarterback, lefty, Mm, ball. mm. And the reason I let him play in the game, though, was because he was from Walnut Creek. But his parents, like his dad, had to relocate for work. So he ended up moving to New Jersey. But he wanted to play in the game, and he was good. and, And you know what? I like when athletes reach out and they kind of have some gumption and they're like, Hey, can I nominate myself? Can I send you my film? You know, it's like, that's what it's all about. When you're able to speak up and sell yourself, I have to look at that. So of course I reached out to his coach and his old coach in Wallet Creek, his new coach out in New Jersey, and we put it together and made it happen. But absolutely. I could see this. Like I said, Texas, um, Washington, I've got, 
you know, even down to Southern California, reaching out like, hey, you know, we want to get some kids in your game. And I could, I could even see it um, being hosted at a stadium. I mean, we have thousands of people that come to the game. I couldn't believe how long the line was. As a matter of fact, I actually have some drone footage. So I'm going to put together like a little commercial type thing um, with my graphic artist. But I couldn't believe the line was wrapping around and the game had already started. So we got to work on that. We got to have more windows open this year and all the above. But when I tell you, people come from far and near to watch the game. So it's a great turnout. I definitely need to expand. So cool. Definitely. It's and it's gonna happen because again, you, you see you see how far you guys have come in the short time so far. Yeah, you know, again, first five years, just the bay, now it's the valley. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you know, I can see it turning into the whole state, like like Kay said, uh it ending up turning into a north versus south type of thing, mm-hmm. and then expanding just slowly going further and further. Because again, like you know, like Kay said. When you're looking at the the Under Armour game, the Army the Army game, really, when you're looking at those games, nationally televised high school games, those are mostly like the four or five star athletes. Those yes. are the kids who are getting, who are really getting the the full exposure from that. So having another outlet for these kids who, I guess, I mean, we've there's been plenty of NFL superstars who were not four or five star athletes coming out of high school. Um, so to be able to have more exposure for these types of, you know, athletes who just don't happen to fit a four or five star rating, but mm-hmm. still have all the talent in the world. I mean, the sky's the limit for you guys, really. I, I yeah. really, it, it's, it, eventually it's going to be national. I, I, it, I promise you that. I can see that already right now. It's going to be national. It's just a matter of when when it's going to happen. Because what yeah. you guys are doing for these kids is, is beyond – I mean, shit, for me, I, I kind of wish I had – I mean, I wasn't four or five-star athlete coming out of high school. I wish I would have had another outlet to be able to go to, hey, how do I get filmed? How do I, you know, send this out? You know, who do I need mm-hmm. to talk to? You know, that would have been a great outlet. But, I mean, at least I know now – Future-wise, I know when my kids grow up, they're going to have an outlet, and I'm going to have somebody to be able to go to yes. to get them to that next level. So the more people that see that, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to realize you already have a big backing as it is. Thank um, you. It's just it, nothing short of incredible what you're doing right now in the short span of time that you've been doing this, and all for the inspiration of your son playing football. Yeah, that it, it's like the, it, you're basically doing what every parent kind of wishes that they could do for their kid. Absolutely. So it, it's nothing, nothing but respect and absolutely incredible what you're doing. Thank you. And you know what they into these the student athletes coming through the program, they end up being like my kids. Like it's like we spend so much time together. We practice a week to a week and a half before the game. Um, actually last year I had my first awards banquet. Um, it was an opportunity for both teams to get together and fellowship together and eat and just have a good time. I will not be able to do that this year with COVID. I I don't want to have a super spreader before the game, but, um, honestly, they end up being like, like my other sons, like that we all, we all keep in touch. 
Um, <clears throat> I actually just hired one of my alumni athletes from last year, Zach Ninekirk. He has his own little graphic design company, now Zoo Graphics, and he's doing all the commitment posts for me. And, you know, it's like, how can I create more time for other things? Well, reach back and find out what the alumni, how they want to help. And, you know, it's like a nice little gig for him, you know? So, um, yeah, and they end up being like family. They're part of the Gunner Sports family now. And I just, I love them so much and we'll always keep in touch. And, you know, I run into them sometimes in Costco or, or they message me, you know, what they're doing, telling me what they're doing. Um, I actually had this idea that I wanted to do care packages or something, sending them off care packages at school, but I need to make sure there's no NC2 violation there or whatever. But, you know, I just always want us to keep in touch. I mean, at that, that point, you're helping them outside and not just football. It's like you're, you're yeah. helping them, you know, with something. Because, I mean, as, especially that's what a lot of, you know, kids, at least that I've talked to and been around, it's kind of, getting them to know that football is not the only thing that you can do. You know, if you put yes. your mind towards something else, once you're done with football, you have something to fall back on and you're mm -hmm. now you're providing that. It's like, it, it's every single aspect, not just football, but life. And it, yes. it, it's building character, it's, building men of character. You know, it's really true. It's like, and I talk to them about that sometimes I'm lecturing and, you know, they probably don't want to hear it, but I'm talking to them about their social media page. That's why I just tweeted. What did I put? I put, um, don't retweet what you won't repeat. Like you have to be careful in life. You need to like, make sure that you are careful about your circle and who you're kind of surrounding yourself with and what kind of energy you're creating for your, for your own personal environment. And it's the same thing with social media, you know, you shouldn't be retweeting. Number one, you need to find out who you're following and who's following you. And number two, you shouldn't be retweeting anything inappropriate because it's like you're signing on for it. You're basically saying, I vouch for that. I believe, I believe this foolishness that I just retweeted, you know? So it's like, I talk to them about that all the time. You know, when we were their age, there was no social media. Can you imagine if there were, can you guys imagine if there would have been social media? Would you guys have been cutting up? <laughs> <laughs> uh yes very much so i would have been a hey, especially you would have been problem. a fool right i would have been a problem <laughs> yeah what would i don't you know have if i would have been that bad i don't I think mean. we should talk about that right now <laughs> <laughs> right, let's just like, say typical like... stuff that you know normal teenage high school no, kids would not... probably be doing yeah yeah uh being from a country town um yeah i would have said a lot of a lot of ignorant stuff yes see and i know that i would have too you know so and it's and it follows you you can't just act mm. like it never happened like you see they're mm -hmm. able to pull stuff out of the air nowadays the the f the fcc so you have to really be careful about and this is your opportunity to brand yourself like i'm talking to them all the time about you're branding yourself, like use it to your advantage, like post some things that are motivational and inspirational mm. to the, to your teammates and to your following, like show who you are, you know, it's an opportunity to, to inspire. Um, I'm talking to them so, all the time about huddle too. Go ahead, Josh. Real quick. Sorry. I, so it just popped into my head about like, you know, the whole social media aspect. 
And I and I I do understand that you know obviously had asking that question to us we all would have been like oh, it would not have been good, but how do you, I guess balance, so obviously you you want to watch what you're, watch what you're posting <laughs> watch what you're doing because you want to you know make it look good to whoever it is that you're rec- getting recruited by or job or whatever it may be, but it's just when you talk about how wanting the player to kind of be themselves, how, how do they kind of balance that? How do they balance manufactured over true self when it comes to, mm-hmm. you know, social media type of stuff? Because you can post whatever you want on social media and then you get to actually know somebody in person and it's a complete black and white picture. Yes. You know, it, it, it's, it's a manufactured thing to make you look better to get somewhere. So it's kind of like, where is that, where is that balance to where you could be able to tell the athlete you can be careful while also being yourself at the same time? Like, how do you, that just popped into my head. I don't know how, because again, 16, 17, 18 year old kids, very impressionable. You know, whatever's being trending, whatever's, you know, going on on social media that's blowing up, they're repeating it the next day you know, yes. there, or the next, whatever it is. So it's kind of like, how do you, how do you balance, you know, you know, like I said, manufacture from true self? I think it's about if a coach saw this post, what would they think about you? How are you selling yourself? So, you know, there are certain things you can say without profanity. Hmm. Like this just happened to me today couple hours before this call I was following this guy and one of his posts came up where he's cussing somebody out about I guess they had had some interaction maybe they were going back and forth when I tell you there was just so much profanity in this post I couldn't believe it and he was verbally attacking this guy you know it's like maybe they have been going back and forth I unfollowed him and I blocked him and then unblocked him so that he wouldn't be following me I don't even want to associate myself with that person now. Uh, I don't even know who he was, but I don't even know how we start following each other. But I say all this to say like, you know, you kind of need to like curb it a little. Like you don't have to use so much profanity. It, it says what's going on in your heart. You know, it says what's going on when you're in your heart, the things that come out of your mouth and the things that you type. And I just feel like it's an opportunity for you to, like I said, brand yourself in a different way, you know, have a, have an identity shift, you know, it's like, yeah, you can still be yourself, but do you need to be, be a nasty person online? You know, Hmm. you, you you get the nail on the head. It's a fine line. Right. Cause I mean, you got, you obviously, you got kids who, who, uh, and it happens to, you know, a lot of the best athletes, a lot of the, you know, collegiate athletes, stuff like that. They, they're going through the media and everything looks good, look like, you know, all American kid. And then one tweet or one Facebook or one MySpace post or whatever it is from 10 years ago pops up. And, oh, now this is how they associate. You know, it, it's kind of like, I'm sure it's difficult telling a 16 year old kid to be completely conscious of what it is that you're, 
that you're posting or that you're retweeting or that you're, it, it, it's, I'm sure it, there's a lot of things that there's some athletes who have said and done. There are that put out that, that have come out and said that they're sorry about what they said because they were a kid yes. and they didn't really know that until they, they get older. So it's like, how do you, how, how do how do you get through to these kids, letting them know what you say? Yeah. It, it's good, especially it in the culture we live in now. Especially mm-hmm. in the culture we live in now, it it it's gonna come back, like you say, mm-hmm. it's gonna come back to haunt you. So how do you how do you convince a sixteen, a fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old kid? A, I understand you like what you like, but you know there's gonna be some consequences to it. Like how do you get through to them? I don't know that I. It's about. I don't know that it's necessarily about getting through. I think it's like one student athlete at a time. Like it's like all you can do is share your opinion, give a reason why, and see if they embrace it. You know, it's like, and things are going to come up. Like actually, I had an athlete reach out to me today on Instagram, and he wanted to nominate himself for the game, and he. he but the way he came at me was like what's up? You know, you, you, y'all ain't checking for me or something, you know, it's just the whole, it was the approach. (laughs) And I understood it. (laughs) I understood it. I did. I knew what he was saying, but it was a chance for me to say, after he said that, I said, send me your film. However, when you're addressing someone about a business proposition, you need to speak proper English and, you know, address that person appropriately, like good afternoon, good evening, good morning. You know, you need to look at what you write. If there are some errors, you need to edit it. And he got it. He was like, I'm so sorry, Miss Jackson. You're right. That's all you can do is have a teachable moment and hope that they got it. I feel like he got it. It warmed my heart. He apologized. It was a chance for me to kind of Help them with that. What if what if that's not happening at home? That's another thing. It's like I'm a mentor. I'm a mom. I get to, even though my son is like graduated, graduated from college, got himself a job, moved to Texas. You know, he's a, he's adulting now. I feel like I still have a role, you know, working with student athletes. It's a chance for me to touch them and kind of still mentor. What if he's not getting that in his own environment? You know, that's what God, I think that's why God put me here. I really do. You know, you're, you, you go through life trying to figure out what your passion is and your purpose. And it's like, this has to be it. I love football. I love helping kids get off to the next level. I love seeing them play in college. I love when they tell me what they're doing. I love seeing that transformation where when I first met them coming into the game and now they're like all mature, you know, it's like such a wonderful thing. Don't make me cry. Gonna mess up my <laughs> mascara. <laughs> Well, I mean, but, but, but that's the thing. And and I'm sure that's every coach or any person who deals with, you know, teaching or coaching, you know, young adults, Mm -hmm. it's, and young kids, you know, for that matter, to be able to see that your work helped them become a better person. Yes. I mean, there's, there's really nothing that can really compare to that. It's priceless, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know what you, else you, I talk about is that huddle. You guys didn't have huddle when are you all three of you at, excuse me, athletes? I think yeah, I I 
played uh, until, you know, like I said, me and Kay were over uh, at City. He was at Lakeland. I was at uh, Silver Creek High School um, over there in San Jose. Uh, I, uh, Matt Sticks, where did you play ball again? I was uh, I was at Valley here in Sacramento with Ray Carew. What? Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, you guys didn't have puddle back then, right? Uh, no, you think guys at didn't the have end puddle. of my senior year in high school, it was barely becoming a thing. Like after, okay. just after 2010. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, well, I graduated in '93, so we, it wasn't nothing back then. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. you know, I another thing that's important to talk to the kids about is huddle, like. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they have this, you know, they can pull their highlights after each game and you don't want to have like dirty blocks on there. Like it's like, you know, sometimes they think it's cool to have a dirty block. No, T delete that. You know what I mean? Like delete the stuff that like kills your brand. Um, yeah, that's another, anything that is creating visibility for you, you need to monitor. Mm. You need to, you need to look at it. You need to scrutinize it. You need to fine tune it and make sure that you're selling yourself appropriately. I'm telling you, especially, I mean, now that there's huddle, now that there's social media, you know, it's like you're on that field, the eye in the sky is watching. You better be going game speed. They'll, that coach will catch you on that one play where you didn't like, you know, do anything. What was, there was just a game. Oh, was that the, um, I know we shouldn't we shouldn't talk in too much detail, but listen, there was just a Denver game on the other day, yeah, we, and <laughs> where Teddy Bridgewater let that player just keep going down the field. <laughs> I mean, uh, he damn near like he damn near like gave him a, a pimp tap as he like ran past. Did you see that? Yeah, like, that was uh, one of the things we talked about cool. after that game. <laughs> and it was right on camera it was right on camera the eye in the sky yeah. is watching am i right well i mean if you if yeah. you think you're not you're they're gonna miss a few plays especially at the professional level like, yes. they're not gonna miss anything at a high school level on professional level they're not missing anything you have one camera on you at all times it, it, it's it, you definitely have to watch what you do especially on the field because like you said you may be able to put highlights, but they'll find they'll find those. Okay, you play like this, but how much of that is a hundred percent of the time? Yes. Do you take plays off? Do you you know? Are there times during a game? Is there games where things aren't going your team's way? How much effort do you put into it? You know, yeah. into a losing effort or winning effort? How there's a whole lot of factors that coaches look into, and film gets everything. I At know. all the time, you always go back and find that one play that the coach would be like, see, if that happened in a crucial situation, we'd be screwed. Yes. We can't have that. So it, they call it, it loafing, definitely. I think. Don't they call it loafing? <laughs> uh, lo my coach called it what we call ourselves now. Don't be, uh, don't be a joffle on the field. Don't be just another freaking observer on the field. You know, when you're on the field, be a part of the play, get on it. And, you know, we obviously took that name for competing purposes, you know, to bring on the show. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be. Okay. Yeah, that's what it, <laughs> the acronym for it. Yeah. But 
again, it's just one of those, if you're on the field, you have to be active at all times. You have to be able to show that you have a coaches love a high motor on any player at any position. So that's for sure. And something that the kids is at the lower levels, Juco levels, you know, whatever it is. And how, when I say lower levels, it just pops in. How do you, do you guys at any point, is there like a, maybe a branch or maybe even something futuristic at some point, the, the kids at the, like the middle school level, like you talking kids coming into high school, is there a program that might be in the works that you're basically letting kids know right when they come into high school, that as soon as you step on that freshman year, you are being looked at from freshman year all the way on. So it's like, are there any programs that, you know about or that you may be involved in that could help these incoming high school kids hey this is how it's going to be prepare yourself I would like to because it needs to happen um we need to touch them a lot sooner where we're kind of grooming them already so they know but I would say the seven on sevens they help with that you know Mm. the seven on sevens because they're teaching them you know game speed being on the field um I don't know if they're talking to them about social media and huddle yet, but yeah, that's a great idea, Josh. I definitely always in my mind, I said that it needed to start happening sooner, but how, how to incorporate that is the question. I mean, it could, I, uh, maybe at the coaches level, because I know that they have to have uh, all coaches at every levels now from high school. I think even maybe in, um, in college, if I'm not mistaken, they have to be certified under, I'm not, I'm blanking on what it's called, but every coach has to be certified to be able to, to be able to coach. Now, would there is maybe in that certification or at least trying to get to the, because again, the coaches are teaching these kids what they're going to be learning at the next level. And how can we, I mean, to get to the kids, you got to get to the coaches. So is there, I mean, maybe there could be a program that, you know, these coaching conferences that yes. happen all the time to be able to tell these, especially like the JV and Froshsoft coaches, you know, for that level to be able to tell them, hey, you're, you know, like I said, you're being looked at even now, yes. even yes. though you're not at the varsity level yet, yes. you're still Great. being looked at. You're still being <laughs> tracked. Your grades from your freshman year all the way to your senior year are being looked at and tallied up together. You need to make sure that, so it's just, I think maybe at the pop pop Warner levels, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how early or how late you would begin kind of grooming them for that spot. I mean, I guess as early as possible would be the best thing yeah. you can do. I um, see there's freshmen getting offers now, you know? So <laughs> yeah, I think, it, I like you said, middle school, you know, definitely. We don't want to stress them out, but. No, we, no. I, we want but to I mean, inform it, them. Exactly. So you, you definitely don't want to put, I mean, but but then again, you kind of have to be able to stress them out a little bit to to let them know, hey, this is going to be a stressful situation for you. Like, you got to be prepared. There may not be an offer for you just yet. You yes. may have to settle for JUCO. You may have to settle for a D2, D3. It's not just D1. Or, I think that's really the main focus 
that you got to nail into these kids head. It's not just about D one or bust. If you didn't make D one, that doesn't mean your career is over. Yes. It's just getting it into these you know kids head from a young age that work hard and you'll get what you earn. It's just a matter yes. of, you know, getting it done. Yeah, Cause you see all these professional athletes, they have been busting their ass since they first put on pads. Yes. You know, in and out, in and out, every single first one in, last one out. And you got to understand that you may be the best player on your team. That mean you're the, the, the player on another team could be outworking you. Yeah. It's just, it is, it is a stretch. Like as you go on, especially at the next levels, the older you get, the more stressful it becomes. Because then it starts getting from going to a different school to start becoming, all right, this is starting to become a business decision now. You know, this is you know, starting to turn into something that's going to affect my life financially. You know, so it's just finding that fine line. I think that would be really uh, helpful for kids that, you know, obviously you don't want to stress them out too early, but you want to prepare them for the fact that you're going to be dealing with that stress somewhere down the line. I think that sounds um, like you might like have something going there, Josh. I mean, okay, don't don't laugh, okay? Don't laugh. he's la he's laughing because he knows I'm going to use that against him later on. <laughs> <laughs> see, the thing is, see, the thing is, it I had the luxury of watching potential Hall of Famers' careers. You know what I'm saying? Like from high school, and then just sitting watching them on TV from there for on. So it's like. I kind of saw the process in the grind and I got friends playing in every avenue. So I kind of saw the process. So anything you can say to me, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's a great idea. I think you should take it off. And you know what, when you were speaking about it, like your eyes lit up. So I feel like maybe it's your passion. I'm just saying. I mean, growing up I in Texas, you with football it. is, you know, as you probably already know, in Texas, it's borderline religion. If not, it is down there in Texas. So growing up, and I grew up in a, at least before I moved to San Jose when I was nine, 10 years old, I grew up in a very small town, one high school. They sucked, I think, for four years, five years or whatever that I can remember. They didn't win a game. Yet, every single Friday, that stadium was packed. Yes. Everybody was there. Stores were closed down. You know, everybody, their mothers or grandmothers, alumni, whatever, everyone was there. So, yeah. you know, then coming to here, it's a little bit different in California, obviously, the way that you know, the way football is 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 portrayed here in California, the way it is in Texas. But yeah. I've I've been involved in coaching. I've played the game. I've seen and know what it can do for young men, especially growing. Um, you a lot of the greatest friends that I have on this planet, I'll, I'll play football at all. You know, we got to know you know, through real friendships and stuff like that, because if anything, football taught me more about life than a lot of anything else of how things are going to be going forward. So being involved in coaching, playing the game, doing this research, I mean, I obviously have a love for the game. So to be able to somehow, you know, get through to a kid, you know, maybe with this show, somebody's watching and kid watches this and watches you and goes, oh man, there's more avenues than I thought. You know, there's more ways, more places that we can 
you know, get to, to have an avenue to get to the next level. So the more we can, I think everybody as a whole, I get, whether starting with us or starting with whoever else, you know, to get to that point, to the more kids that we can help, the better, the better off the future is going to be. Yeah. So it's just better at that point. Maybe we could right. revisit this and, and do like a follow-up show. Oh, for sure. Right. This is open show. Every interview, any guests, that we have on this show has an open invitation. You want to come on here, you talk about anything it is, whatever projects that you're working on or, or anything else it is later on in the future, you are more than welcome to be on this show. Absolutely. Except the, except the Niners. That's the only thing we can't talk about. We talk about so we're going to talk about the Niners. Uh, <laughs> but I, I have to run. I'm going to subject. Oh, oh, you, oh he's going to say that and dip, huh? <laughs> yeah, cowboy fan. Leave it to a cowboy fan. It was definitely a pleasure. Hopefully we do another show and well, I'll have a little more time and we can, uh, you know, talk about these Niners and talk about, uh, you know, America's yeah. team. No we beat y'all week one. We beat y'all week one. We beat y'all week one. I just want you to know, we dance uh, on blue stars. Like, have you noticed? Like, we find a blue star and we're dancing on it. I'm just that's saying. All right. Go ahead and dance. <laughs> <laughs> Is that 1993? Was it 93? Yeah. Y'all did that? Or was that 93? Or was it 96? Yeah, it wasn't the Super Bowl year for sure. <laughs> No, Actually, it might have been 96, 97, like somewhere up in there, because it wasn't a Super Bowl year for the Niners when T.O. did that. I, uh, so, Leslie, I know, you, I know, you're, I know you're a big Niners fan. Okay. Yes. And Mad Six, I love you, bro. We'll talk to you the next show. Don't want you oh, to yeah. get in trouble. We'll talk to you soon. Cowboys <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, I, I know you're a Niners fan. And this lot, you know, to kind of get out, let's, you know, get into full, because again, we want a little bit more than just, we want people to get to know you, your fandom and everything else like that, how you love the game of football. I am also a 49er fan, but I have been highly pessimistic about this team. There's something about this team right now. Obviously there's injuries galore. The man below us right here, doesn't allow that to be an excuse. That's fine. But, but looking at this team, I, I haven't – I've been very crucial about what's been going on. I've even gone to as far as to saying I think it was probably one of the bigger mistakes to actually trade as much as we did for Lance. I uh-huh. don't think at the number three spot – we should be picking a project quarterback. That's just my opinion. And especially giving up future picks that could possibly help us out. And knowing now you're going through a situation where is it possible that they can make, you know, maybe a seventh seed? Sure. But Can, can you help me be a little bit less pessimistic about the team right now? Let me just tell you, it's so depressing. I didn't even go to the game the other night. Um, and I actually, after we won, I was like, dang, I should have gone to the game. I'm tired of <laughs> I mean, saying it's a rebuilding. I'm, t- I'm tired of saying we're rebuilding. Tired of that. <laughs> we're, we're always rebuilding. Have you noticed? I. Uh, 
I, I feel like any team that has gone through a long losing process has had a period of time where it's been it's a rebuilding year, it's a rebuilding year, it's a rebuilding year. Yeah. But the thing with us is can't really say it's a rebuilding year when we were just in the Super Bowl not too long ago. When most of the guys or the core players that are on our team were part of that Super Bowl team. Okay, yeah, true. So it, it's just some of the decisions with Shanahan and, and Lynch again with this, I still just can't I can't get over the, the number three pick with, with Lance. I, I I just can't. I haven't seen enough of him, you know, through college. He only played one year. Yeah, they went undefeated. Cool, but he only played one year. And how much of intangibles do you really look into rather than actual game film? Because you know the guys that were ahead, that were for him, you know, Justin Fields, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, um, Zach Wilson, all these guys have had extensive college careers and that has helped them get to the next level. When you've had only one year of college experience under your belt, how, I mean, how smart is that to pick a project? Again, I, again, a project quarterback at number three, I, I, I don't, I don't get it, especially giving up that much. We gave up pretty much the yeah. house for it. Well, I think, I don't know. It's like, why did we pay so much for Garoppolo? I mean, it's like, can we talk about that? I mean, it's like, I mean, we're just like, why, did we, why <laughs> did we choose him over Tom Brady? Tom Brady was an option. You know who that's who he was talking about, Tom, right? When he Tom, said, when, when Tom, Tom Brady went been, on and said that whole thing, he's like, I'm not going to mention the team, but I told them you're going to keep, keep that mother over me. Oh, we were oh, who he was talking about. Oh, okay. teacher, 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 teacher. <laughs> Go ahead, teacher. Go oh, ahead, teacher. Oh, Go ahead. thank you. Go ahead. Thank you, because I've been ragging on you this about this for like <laughs> three months now, maybe four, maybe about a half a year. I've been, oh my gosh, I've been talking about this for so long. See that look on Leslie's face? Yeah, that, yeah. that tells me that tells me even more. Yes. She's going. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Tom Brady, <laughs> Tom Brady wanted to go here for so Number one option. long. He wanted to go here when he got drafted. He wanted to be here when he uh, had multiple contract offers, but Belichick kept talking him back into going because they had something going there, and that's how they was able to get six. He wanted to go to the Niners, like Josh said, before he even came to Tampa. The only reason why he came to Tampa is because of our weapons. So and the fact that basically John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan thought, ah, we yeah, think Jimmy's better. We're good no, with Jimmy. They thought Jimmy was cheaper. <laughs> no, no, they literally they know, was. They, but they the whole NFL better. pretty much had Tom Brady wrote off because he was 40 plus, to be honest with you, except for like Tampa. Tampa and probably like a couple other teams. Like they everybody had Tom Brady wrote off. And then when he went to the Super Bowl with us, then now everybody's back praising him. The puzzled yeah. look. <laughs> Not gonna have Brady. So here's <laughs> here's look. another question. Here's another question. You brought up the draft and all that stuff, Josh. Uh, mm -hmm. Now seeing uh, Mac Jones and how he's progressed in uh, New England. Um, I used to rag on Josh about this uh, <laughs> about getting Mac they Jones say, to the and Niners. They say he's the man. Like he's like the man. 
I can go on record. And, and I say remember that I honestly thought Mac Jones was gonna be a bust. I I, I, I did that. too. Because remember during the comp the uh, the the draft remember he was down in that cubicle at the end for like the longest time i was like oh my god poor guy like i felt so bad that no one was picking him remember mm-hmm. <laughs> just uh yeah I, Again, I, I knew it i knew it i kept telling you dude i was like I, mac jones is the best quarterback for y'all system he's like no we need justin fields I, I was going with Justin Fields because I look at it as, one, the league is evolving. You're seeing a lot of quarterbacks now who are able to do it all, that can run and that can throw. I mean, obviously nobody's Lamar Jackson type of, you know, style, but you're seeing a lot more quarterbacks now who are at least, you know, mobile to be able to get out of the pocket, to be able to extend the play. Uh, and we're in a division where each one of the teams that we play against has a ridiculously good defensive line. The Seahawks, not as much currently, but the Cardinals and the Rams have insane defensive lines. You know, Aaron Donald, Von Miller over there. I mean, yeah, we just beat the Rams because, again, yeah, we beat the Rams, but there's a history there of us on Monday night games. The, the 49ers have always been pretty good playing on Monday night games, especially against the Rams. So, yeah. I mean, I was still, again, very pessimistic because the defense has not been <clears throat> playing great for us. It, it, we've lost a lot of guys. We lost Verrett early. Uh, we, we, oh. lost a, we lost a, a good amount of guys at that DV core that could have helped us be a little bit better. Our defensive line once again is in shambles because of injuries. And so the, I'm thinking with who the Rams have on their offense, and I wasn't really – I mean, yeah, you think OBJ is, you know, that's a holy crap that turns this into you know, a completely different offense, but you do got to realize it's going to take him more than three days to be able to understand that offense and to be actually get molded into it. But you still got guys like Cooper Cup. They did lose Robert Woods. But it's just there was a lot to the Rams going into that game matchup-wise that I looked at it going, we might get torched. We just – it might get really, really bad this game. But it actually got really bad just for the Rams, not for us. Yeah, really bad. But then (laughs) – and I see – and I've told uh, Mad Six this before because he's had plenty of 49ers fans talking smack to him because he's obviously a Cowboys fan. I'm saying at this moment, I don't think us Niner fans could be really talking a whole lot of smack to anybody <laughs> considering what's been happening. I mean, yeah, we beat the Rams, but let's pump the brakes on, oh, our team's back. You know, I we're know. Be, <laughs> we're let's still relax like, what are we like? How bad is it? Let me see. But, I mean, thinking of this as a fan, now that you know that we passed on Tom Brady, because, again, you had that look on your face of <laughs> it's hard to fathom that you pass on, you know, pretty much the greatest quarterback of all time. When you see stuff like that and you see that it's not necessarily gone as well as we thought it would these next few, you know, the last few years, especially after the Super Bowl loss, how much do you start thinking could Country K calls 
um, Kyle Shanahan, B-Rabbit, you know, from eight mile in the beginning, just gets up there and chokes. That's just how it becomes. I keep telling him at the end of that story, it comes back, but it just seems to be a recurring thing for Kyle Shanahan and for you know John Lynch. So it's like at this point as a 49er fan, how how much how much rope are you giving him? And how much are you being able to be like, we might need to find somebody else? Has it gotten to that point for you at this point? Or is it still like Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I'm definitely frustrated. I'm tired. I'm tired of losing. We're four and five. That's not terrible, but this was supposed to be our year. Last year was supposed to be our year, too. And the year before that. And the year before. The year before that. The year before that. Yeah. I- <laughs> I can't, and I can't stop thinking about Brady now. So do we know if he would have taken a pay cut to come? Like, did he want to come that bad? Yeah, I mean, Tom was, took a pay cut yeah. now for Tampa. That he extended his, yeah, he extended his contract like two, three years just to pay Mike Evans. Mike Evans took a pay cut just to pay Chris Godwin. Uh, all of them, like Chris Godwin took a franchise tag just so a lot of other players can get paid. That's how we brought back all 22. Brady basically brought in that culture. Yeah, he changed, of, he changed the culture completely in Tampa. Yeah, he did. Would we have got Gronkowski too? Yeah, you would have got both of them. It would have been a package deal. You would have had Gronk and George Kittle. It would have been nasty. You guys would have been something to and, and a AB would have would have uh nah. So that's that's what probably where the line got drawn because that came down to coach. BA takes those risks, you know what I'm saying? His whole motto is no risk it, no biscuit. AB's a risk factor versus, you know what I mean? Like, you know he's a talent, but you also know AB does things. You know what I'm saying? Like he, I feel he like does, we should have signed Tom Brady points. and just gave him whatever he wanted. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, the Niners are the Niners. Uh, Matt Stafford is Matt Stafford. Um, oh, for the Rams, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm trying to tell you. We might go back-to-back. We might like it's a it's a real good chance we might go back to back just for the simple fact of Matt Stafford is Matt Stafford, the Cowboys are the Cowboys, y'all not making the playoffs, and Aaron Rodgers chokes too. So those four factors in itself, like we might go back to back. Like all those factors are continuous. I'm I'm just like, gonna say it right now, Leslie. I think if he's right and they do go back to back, I would call for the firing of John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan because nah, there's no need to do Super that because you didn't do that. You didn't do that when they when they. Uh, it, I mean, it's a whole bunch of things. <laughs> I don't even think they could be fired. Like there was a few times we should have fired them. <clears throat> which, which times? Which time? Oh God! Like. <sighs> A couple hmm. years ago, like just in after the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. Problem. Yikes. Well, I mean, again, I, and I told people why we lost the Super Bowl because we stopped running the football. You know, just like the Atlanta Falcons did when they lost, and Kyle Shanahan was taking over that team. So yeah. I mean, and then like, y'all y'all hired him as your head coach. <laughs> Thanks for. Listen, can we bring back Mariucci? Rest in peace, Bill Walsh. Oh, oh, 
He was, oh. he was my favorite. Uh, can we bring back Mariucci? I'd rather have Mooch. I'd rather have Mooch right now. I don't know based on how players how players interact with coaches if Mariucci would be the best person. You saw what happened with him and Tio. I don't know if that's the because you got more players with a, a higher personality versus back then. You know what I mean? Like you had a lot of players like just accepting things, but nowadays it's like they want to control their own destiny. That's what it looks like to me, at least. Like a lot of players want to control their own destiny. And Mariucci has a more like straightforward approach you know what i mean he's not like ba but he also tends to get under player skin that's from what i've seen on different interviews from various players you know what i mean like seeing them on the sideline like i don't know i wasn't in the locker room so i really don't know i'm just morely going based off a of fan watching this stuff I mean, at least now we can look at it and learn from our mistakes and you you can now tell people as a CEO or anything else like that that uh, if they want to become a GM of a football team or anything, uh, if somebody like Tom Brady wants to be a part of your team, uh, you 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 cut who you got and uh, you sign that guy. You you, you give him whatever he wants. <laughs> I mean, okay, he's fully under the pressure. We are going to be cursed. You already cursed. <laughs> you already cursed, dog. <laughs> it's so yeah. bad. Listen, don't, don't give us a hard time. This is sad. No, no, for certain. I mean, uh, I just, I, I feel like I feel like a lot of Niner fans got to rip that Band-Aid off. You're trying to like I've been trying. I've been trying to, to help. Off. I've been. That's what Man, I'm I had. I'm I had Jameis Winston for five years. I had Josh Freeman for five years. That's 10 consecutive years of bad quarterback play. You guys can <laughs> handle three years. You guys can <laughs> handle three years. I literally had to watch Jameis Winston average a seven and nine season for five years. Josh Freeman had a five in what, 11 season. That probably was his average for five years. I'm telling you, like, you guys are fine. You got Jimmy G. If you can definitely have Josh, and you can definitely take Jameis, and you would not be in the position you guys are in now. Uh, it's bad. I, I, so you I, should I, count your bad. blessings. At least y'all got a really good run game. Like you got things you can you know build off on. Mitchell's yeah. good because yeah. Mitchell's really Debo good. Debo like, was balling. That's for sure. He was hey, balling. Debo is pretty much all you guys got for real. But I'm just saying, like. <laughs> Hey man, I'm giving I'm, us enough credit. Uh, I am giving us enough credit. Right? All right, so like Kittle's long? not there at all. Like, oh yeah, Kittle just body. He just body Vaughn the other day. He just body yeah. Vaughn. Yeah, back. yeah can he we look at that on, on a run How play? We're not looking at like highlights and stuff because because there's yeah. more to be there's more to be upset about than there is to be happy about. That's there it is. There's the answer. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying want to see it. Trying to figure <laughs> out. Trying to figure out why it's been so bad and trying to come up with solutions for it. It's very hard. Yeah, that that Kittle, that Kittle Von Miller play should pop right up for you. Because that's, oh, that's it been. sure did. It's the first one. I'm telling you. Oh, George Kittle <laughs> bodied Von Miller on the run block. Yeah. And he has a tendency of doing that to a lot of linebackers. Yeah, but Von Miller just. plenty of time. He just that's got That's a name. That's he just got name. there. He's really trying to figure it out. That's also true. Uh, but, yeah, anyways. Leslie, again, 
thank you so much for hanging out with us, talking a little bit of ball and, and giving us your story and letting us know, you know, what you've been doing and, and uh, with the Bay Area Classic and plans on moving forward. Like, I, I honestly believe, especially what I've heard from you today, what I've seen um, in my own research and everything else like that, this is something that's going to be within the next 10, you know, five, 10 years. Uh, I mean, you being the CEO, is probably, you're probably going to be, uh, you'll probably say, oh, we'll just see how it goes. But for me, I honestly believe that you guys have something that's going to be beneficial to a lot of people, to a lot of kids, to a lot of families, uh, because you know, there a lot of these kids, this is their outlet to feed their families. You know, there's a lot of kids going through, you know, pretty rough situations that are using this to be able to, um, to get themselves out. And this program, um, I truly honestly do believe that um, it's going to turn into something that's going to be beneficial. And all the work that you have done, um, I appreciate it. I know the kids that you've worked with appreciate it. And I just want to let you know, especially from us, um, you're always welcome on this show. You're a complete, you know, 100% friend of this show. Thank and, you. Um, and we love what you do. We thank you for what you do and continue being a complete badass in this, in this world of, uh, in this world that we call football. And yeah, uh, we, we cannot wait to talk to you again, for sure. Can I invite you all to come out to the game? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> would you actually come? Yes. Yes. To, with, with, to the, the, the Bay Area? To Absolutely. Yes. Oh, oh, VIP when, when passes. Is this? Oh, January my God. 15th. Yes. January 15th. I would love to have you guys at the game. You for can sure. be on the field, wherever you, whatever you're trying to do. I'd, you can even do some interviews while you're here. We're there. We're there. Definitely there, ma'am. Definitely there. Jan Jan January, what is it? I'm putting it in the 15th. calendar right now. January, January 15th. 15th. MLK okay, weekend, so that Monday's a holiday. It's perfect timing. We're it's there. perfect timing. Can I can I just make a couple plugs? Yeah. So sure, I for want, sure. Again, Absolutely. I wanted to college coaches, I just want to say that the game will be live streamed for your convenience, as it always is. I'll be posting that link on the website. High school coaches, there's still room for you to make your nomination. So please contact me directly. You can uh, you can DM me on Twitter uh, at Gunner Sports, sports with a Z at the end. Um, we would love to have your nominations. Media, we would love to have you there at the game. So DM me as well, and I'll get you some media passes for the day. And if you're interested in being a part of the Gunner Sports team, whether it's recruiting, whether it's if you have an athletic training business that you feel like you can train some of our athletes, we'd love to partner up with you. Social media, we're always looking for social media partners to kind of handle those pages. Um, and last but not least, charitable, charitable giving. So I would love to have a company um, sponsor our pregame meal this year. So right before the game, I love to have the kids break bread together. Um, whether it's sandwiches, whatever that would look like. I'm totally looking for um, a business that would be willing to sponsor our pregame meal. So contact me. And that's all I have. Thank you so much. Follow us on our webpage, www.gunnersports.com. Thank you, Liza. We appreciate the hell out of you. We'll, we're going to do this again for sure. Thank you so much for the invite to the game. We are Definitely 
go at 100%. I will find that we will do whatever it is that we can to be there at that okay. game. I promise you, we will be I'd there. I'd love to have you. Also, we would love to have you. Oh, most definitely. Thank you. Uh, also, if your announcer at any point needs a break, this guy here, this guy here, he he literally commentated for the uh for the, the Fury, Fury and Tyson Wilder fight. Wilder, Fury, Wilder, Fury yeah. and Tyson, yeah. Fury and Wilder. We had a live Not, stream and he was yeah. basically giving the play by play because we wasn't trying to get flagged. He didn't show the uh screen, <laughs> but he did the play by play. And he's yeah. really good at it. I've been telling him he's really good at it. Like John, I, you're I, that I did, good? Yeah, well, it's just when a natural I, Stop! Stop it! Stop it! When, when I was when I was at City, you know, that's how um, rumors get started. I'm like, yeah, the guy Josh. Apparently, he's this world renowned announcer. Hey. Yeah, world renowned. And then I'm gonna go up being. Uh, how, where do y'all want me? What, what like hey. acting like? I'm gonna tell you right I, now. <laughs> Pat McAfee started as a NFL kicker. Now he's commentating for the WWE. I'm just saying. What? I mean, I'm yeah. not an NFL kicker, so I yeah, don't. Josh, I'd love to have you announce at the game if you're free. Seriously, like, don't even. Seriously. But there it is. I can't There's say it. no to that. I can't okay. say no to that. Absolutely. 100%. Seriously, consider it and let that. me know. I'm not even joking. I'm 100% down for that. My okay. God. I, I just did a little bit over at City when I hurt my knee. I did the pro broadcasting team and did commentating for over the radio for the for the football team and kind of that's what grew this or, or at least this idea but i mean y'all need an announcer for the game i'm your guy i'm your guy i love I it. it yay awesome oh, yes okay. got you in there yes. i mean yep. i don't yeah. give color commentary <laughs> if you want me to but i mean yeah a little <laughs> a little a little color commentary here and there i got you but i mean I'm 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 not as good as him. We appreciate. Okay, I'm it. I'm reaching out to you, Josh. I'm I'm coordinating it. So Got is it. that that's you behind the page, huh? I could just send you a message on that. Yes, yes. yes. You will yes. even get paid. Can't beat that. <laughs> hey man. This is, uh, this is awesome. This is this is just awesome. Thank, Thank you guys. You so this much, has been Leslie. so much fun. I was feeling a little under the weather. I had like a little runny nose, but I like I could talk to you guys for hours. This has been awesome. Oh, I appreciate I, it. Can I, I like it. I'm like, who am I gonna have on here next? Like I have to tell somebody, tell some people about this show so they can, can get on here. You can send coaches, athletes, you can send trainers. We got trainers for you as well. Like um uh coach Jabari, just coach Carr, his yeah. little brother has a training facility. What? I mean, not facility, oh, but yeah. like training program and stuff Amari. like that. Yeah, yeah. Amari. So I was, when you mentioned that, I was definitely going to tell you. So shout out to Amari. He was one of Josh Groomsman in his wedding. Yep. So wow. I love yeah. that because, you know, kids, they want to get bigger, faster, stronger. And it's like, I want to be able to partner them with people that are in their area. So let's do it. Yeah. Maybe they Absolutely. can even have like a free gutter, gutter sports, free consultation or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much, Leslie, for joining us. Really and shout appreciate out to my time. mentor. Last thing, shout out to one of my mentors, Coach Carter, San Jose State. Thank Coach you so Doe. much for convincing me. He's like, yes, those are my boys. Yeah, go get on the show. I love them. So, shout That's out to Coach, Coach Carter. We got we got to get Coach Zoe back on here too. For yes. sure, we got for sure. Yeah, back. we need that part two with him for sure. <laughs> if you're seeing this, Coach, I got your number. I'm gonna be texting you soon. I'm going to let you know. We got to get this going. Yep. <laughs> so Thank you guys so much.
No, thank, thank you. you we appreciate on. your time. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, you guys have a good night. We will Same talk you. to you later. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you guys. And then was... once again, guys, thank you. That, that's fucking awesome. Just, just absolutely dude. Like, I don't even know what to say now. Like I'm literally, holy crap. Did I just get offered to do a commentating job over at this freaking off? Like you have to open your mouth. I, I'm telling you, I was, I was sitting there like, I know Josh is just not going to let this slide by. You were just sitting there quiet, just being respectful. Well, I'm I, like, no, I, right, well, bump when this. she, when she offered, when she offered like, you know, for us to go to the game and stuff like that, I thought like sideline stuff. Oh yeah. We can, you know, take videos and stuff on the side. I was thinking we could do something like that. I, I didn't. Dude, Actually, I was thinking. Because she's talking about streaming the game to other coaches and everything yeah. else. If I'm comp. That's a lot of. Me, so, I got to get so better. That's what, what I was saying. That's what I was saying when she said VIP. As soon as she said VIP, because I was already thinking it before. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, possibly he can talk, like, try to get his way in there, like, without going to the game and just talking to her after the episode. Possibly. But then when she said VIP being on, the, I'm like, yeah, I'm saying this, bro. I'm saying this. There's no way Josh is not getting in there. Because I was already telling you to talk to uh, Jabari. <laughs> Dude, that is that is way larger. That's way is, larger. Yeah. This is nuts. Wedding gift number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That interview, their conversation. I don't really, I don't want to know why I say interview. It's always conversations. Don't like to interview people who like to talk with them. Uh, that was brought to you by Rage Energy. You guys already know the best energy drink on the planet. Helping sponsor this show from the very beginning. You guys know where to go. RepSports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com, and use the promo code Alpha Rays to get 15% off of your order. The berries and cream limited time, limited time version uh, of the energy drink is out right now, and it's going to be gone very soon. But there's another mystery flavor coming out very soon as well. They're popping out these limited edition drinks like, it, it, like it's popcorn at this point. It's every two, three weeks they're dropping out another flavor. So be on the lookout for that. Um, once again, repsports.com. Use the promo code Alpha Rays for 15% off. Thank you, Rays, for sponsoring this uh, show. And again, that having a conversation with her, that was that was awesome because again, what she's doing, what, what she's doing for the community, what she's doing for for the kids, what she's doing for um, you know, basically for everybody, all on the, you know, I did this for my son. Let me try and help, you know. She wasn't selfish about it at all. You know, she went basically, if I can help do this for my son, let me go and help do this for someone else's son. Or, you know, so that absolutely 100%. Yeah, that should be a uh, movie. This should be a movie. Like, we, we, we have sat here and had conversations with so many people that their story needs to be a movie. Like, the craziest way, even Massix. I mean, we had a smaller discussion. Massix's story should be a movie. You know what I mean? Like Leslie, her story should be a movie for sure. Like that, yeah. that sounds, that sounds like, all right, so stay with me. Stay with me. Do you remember that movie uh, where the guy basically had the last vote 
to decide the president election. It was probably like 10 years ago at this point. Swing vote. Swing yeah. vote. It's yeah. almost like that splash with like uh what's the movie with uh Ice Cube was the coach and uh uh Kiki Palmer was the girl quarterback, the long shots. It's almost like a blend between that. You know what I mean? Where it's like it's it's like you're doing the right thing, you finding the research and stuff like that, like research and stuff, but then you're doing like you're creating something. Nah, it's not at all. Those are two blend, <laughs> two bad movies. Now I'm talking talking it out loud. That was terrible. That was terrible. That was terrible. I apologize. That was terrible. That was terrible. But I mean, but then like honestly though, like her story should be a movie, Coach Zoe should be a movie, Master should be a movie. like Chris, I think should has potential to probably even be me movie. Yeah. Oh my God. Let me write that one. Oh, I watched that <laughs> one. I had a I had a backseat pass to that one. I wasn't Jab involved in all Jabari. that, but I watched it from a distance. Jabari, yeah, Jabari for sure. Story. Yeah, yeah. It, it just the, the the people we've talked to on this show has been uh nothing short uh, of awesome. It's been really uh, a blessing to be able to talk to everybody and get their stories and just be able to talk to them. You know, again, you know, like Leslie said, you, she could sit here for however long and talk with us. And that's the, that's the goal of this show. You know, we want all of our guests to feel comfortable. We want everyone to feel like they can just be themselves, you know, and, you know, everything else like that. So, and one of these days, once the studio and everything's done, we'll start having in-house guests, you know, and, and stuff like that. That'll be even better. Um, so, but yeah, it's been, it, it's been really cool to be able to, to talk with, you know, these amazing people that should seriously have their story out. And although we may be, you know, a little bit of a smaller platform right now, I mean, I still think that we can, be able to at least get some of the word out because step by step little by little things will come into play and if we continue to speak on it and put it out into the world and everything like that it's going to happen so that's why i tell her i was like i honestly and honestly from the bottom of my heart i really do think that this all-star game is going to turn into something huge it, it, it's it's like just not even like there's no real discussion it, it's going to be something incredible I would tell you what it's going to lead to, but the vision I have might be a little too far for the guests. I mean, not the guests, but the fans. It might be a little too far for the fans. I feel like you will understand it, which we probably should have like a messenger call later, like after this show or whatever. But mm. like, I, I definitely feel like um, we're on the right path. And it looks like 2022 is going to be a hell of a ski slope it's gonna be a hell of a ski slope bro it's gonna be i mean shit you basically we're basically starting off the year with with the, the high school game to be able to being on the sidelines talking to some well we could possibly be talking to future nfl superstars on this on this field bro you know there's bro. the potential of everything that goes into this it is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And I'm going to be honest with you throughout this. I, I was not expecting her to say, oh, yeah, VIP passes come to the game. Oh, yeah, we can have you announce it. Hell no, did I think that that was going to happen. Bro, I'm yeah. telling you, you got to shoot for the moon. 
You got when she give you one door, when a person gives you one door, only thing they can do is say no, or we got somebody in line. Like we're we're set up. So I mean, I I figure what the hell. What the hell? Let's get in there. She's saying we can interview people, VIP passes. Why not? Shoot for the moon, bro. Shoot for the moon. And you got what? A month now? A month and a half? Actually, two months because today's the 17th. So just say two months. Yeah. You need to soak this in. Soak this in. I need to polish the game. I need to start having like. Just commentate random stuff. Like like, uh, when you're watching TV. Or just commentating games like tomorrow, Thursday night game. Mute the TV and just commentate the games. Record yourself commentating the game. And that way you can critique yourself. And that way you can. I mean, you got recording, you got recording device, but you're using YouTube TV, but I'm not really sure. Can you record the games on that? Because if you so could what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking about it right now is going, we're I mean, even if I had it muted. Um, I wouldn't be able to have it visually on, uh, on TV. I wouldn't be able to have it. Because no, I'm saying it, it, again. It's. I so was actually I'm, thinking doing it on um, Spaces on Twitter, or no, 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 doing I'm not it saying for the fans. I'm saying for you, for you oh. to critique yourself. So it's just more. Of, that's why I was asking about can your TV record the game that way. You can see yourself, and then you can see Chris Collingsworth. You know what I'm saying? You can compare and contrast. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're able to use, hey, they're at the professional level. This is how they commentate. This is where I'm at starting out, and this is how I commentate. You don't have to take what they have, but you can understand the concepts. You can understand the practices. You can understand the transitions. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's, it's things like that. I'm going to have – oh, man, it's for a high school game, too, that's supposed to be – if she means a nap – so, see, now I'm thinking, like, when she says announce, does she mean, like, Don't announcing the game Don't commentary on, on Don't the stream? Or is Don't it, like, just announcing it. the play after? Like, like on the field, like, oh, tackle was made by number 52 or Bro, tackle was made by – Do not I, overthink I, this. Do not overthink this at all. Don't overthink it. Just be happy that you're already in the door. Because if you overthink it, you'd be like, I I, can't cuss at all. No, that's why I tried my best not to cuss on this episode. (laughs) You know, I got the most. I I mean, I I had told her, I had told her before, you know, that, you know, we do cuss on the show and stuff like that. But I was myself, I was also trying to, you know, hold it back, you know, a little Texas. You're from Texas, so I mean, you guys, you guys care a lot less about a lot of things. A little, a little loose in the fucking mouth. I mean, that's that's just. <laughs> just a little bit. A little loose in the fucking mouth. Whoa, my man said he made me think it was gonna be a little water gun. This man came out with an MK and just start just wrecking shots. Just lose at that. Hey, no, but all seriousness to the side. You and Amari, you guys owe me like a dinner or some shit. <laughs> you guys in here that I said all seriousness to the side. Huh? Uh, it's like, all right. So, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, man, that that's 
Dude, that's wild. Yeah. That's an awesome, that's an awesome offer and an, an amazing totally. opportunity. Oh, oh yeah. For for everything. That's gonna be just that, that boosts the popularity of the podcast, regardless of whatever we're at, even if we're just interviewing the kids, you know what I'm saying? So interviewing the coaches, interviewing anybody, the scouts will be yeah. able to see you. And potentially set because it's in the Bay Area, San Jose State might be there and they'll hear you or see you and be like, um, we need you guys. You <laughs> said the Pinedo Bros Productions, we need you guys. <laughs> we need you guys to talk um about for us. Stuff. Yeah, talk for us, liven up the whole scene, you know what I mean? Especially, you know, energy and stuff. That's morally what it's about. Engagement, engagement and energy, man. You know what I mean? All of us can't be Tony Romo and just call out the play before it happens. You know what I'm saying? So we got to bring a different aspect to the game. And yeah, yeah, man. I told you that's right down your alley, wow. bro. When you did that fight, I told you that's right down your alley. Yeah. That's wild. Wow, yeah. this was wild. Yeah, that little pause you do in the beginning, that's that's game commentary right there, bro. Man, we'll see. I mean, Again, dude, my mind's racing right now. My my fucking ADHD is going nuts. All right, it's all good. I'll end, <laughs> I'll, end the, I'll end the show and let's get on messenger right after. So look, hey guys, uh, like Josh said, this episode has been sponsored by uh, Raise Energy. We like to also thank Leslie uh, Jackson, Miss Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I didn't even think Ooh. about that until now. What the fuck? Anyway, I had um, it in my. I had it in my head, but I was like, how many times did she heard that joke? Oh, my God. All through like, the 2000s, the 90s. I mean, no, two, I'm sorry. All through the 2000s, 2010s, and it probably just died I was just off. Like, I, I was like, I wasn't, I'm not going to do this cliche-ass joke with her. And I'm a, it, it's an obvious punchline joke to make that it's just kind of like, yeah. all right, come on. We knew. We knew I mean, it's, gonna... it's, at this point, it might be a good vintage joke, you know, because it, it's – you know, they they have not rapped together they, in a while. But I mean, I was gonna say there's nothing to to really apologize for, but I could have been like, oh, no, there was something to apologize for because she was stuck on when I said that you know Brady's Brady? number one. Oh, oh she was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Yo, she has so that she, lets that lets me further know she has not watched the Brady six. And like, he won oh, his third man. ring. The Brady Six, they were talking about it. <laughs> hey, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, we were uh, we all were a lot hard on Odell Beckham and his dad because Tom Brady's dad has been talking mad money from day one, and nobody has said nothing. So I apologize, OBJ, because I ain't really say too much, but I apologize for all of us, and I like to thank you guys. For uh, tuning in, if you're on Spotify, if you're tuning in on whatever streaming platform like YouTube, if you're watching this, thank you guys for tuning in on the live cast. Uh, again, thank you, Miss Jackson, um, for coming on again. Uh, for myself, Country K, for JP, and for Mass Six, who had to get back to work. Uh, oh, yeah, update, guys. He didn't break his arm. So, yeah, <laughs> Mass Six did not he, break his yeah. arm. So, uh, yeah. yeah. He's good. <laughs> He's good. He's good. <laughs> so he's gonna be able to compete in January still. I think. Yeah, we we're all good in that department. We're all systems go for him. Uh, but yeah, man, thank you guys. We'll be back on Sunday, right? 
You're off Sunday, yep. right? All right. Sunday, cool. yes, sir. We'll be back. So here. we'll be back on Sunday at 6 p.m. And I will uh like to say aloha to y'all. Thank y'all uh for tuning in in the Coach Niche Zoom room. Uh, and peace. Deuces. See y'all later.